people tearing apart the pens. That's just, that's every fucking day where I come from. She was the sexual monkeys. Rip his pants down and be pretending to shave his balls. If you cut off your legs, that doesn't make you fucking midget. You are talking shit, senor. Here come on, flat top, he comes. Grooving up slowly, he got Juju eyeball, he wants Holy roller, he got hair down to his knee. Got to be a joker, he just do what he please. Hello everybody, we're gonna drop in loads like always at Milky Way. I'm Pouch. And we have a very good friend of the podcast with us right now. You wanna introduce him? Wait, should he introduce himself? He Is he up to that status now? Yeah, I think so. We'll see. All right. Lance Spanion, author, writer, good friend to the show. Yep. Lance, you can check out all his information on our friends tab on DroppingLoadsProductions.com. His uh, direct address is LanceManion.com. So, Lance, how have you been? It's been far too long. Not too bad. I've been, you know, writing away and, uh, you know, examining my inner demons for the uh, general public to read. So, uh, hit or miss with those things. (laughs) Is it mostly miss or mostly hit? I would say miss. (laughs) And I don't think that's completely unintentional given my uh, rather negative view about the masses. So, (laughs) I don't think I'm uh, aspiring to uh, join, you know, the Jennifer Lopez putting out a new book uh, crowd. (laughs) Wait, she, she brought a new book? She really did? Well, she, yeah, it's coming out in November. It's called True Love. It'll sell millions. And the uh, subtitle should be uh, How to Be a Whore and Fuck Your Way to the Top of the Music <laughs> Industry. Shit, holy fuck. Okay. You know, it is... But it I'm is... not bitter. I'm not bitter. I want to make sure I'm very clear <laughs> on that. It, no. is, it is silly that, like, there are people out there, like, Snooky putting out books and actually selling. Yeah. Like, I don't understand who's the asshole that goes out there and buys this fucking book. Like hotcakes. Yeah, it's I don't get it. And then when, when there's like um someone that actually puts work into things like you, probably doesn't sell as much as Snooky. You should just get a tan, dude. I think that might help. A tan? If I could sell one one hundredth of Snooky, I would be thrilled. <laughs> yeah, he should move to the Jersey Shore and get a tan. That might help him out with his book sales. I don't know. You don't yeah. think? What else? I mean, aside from being a little monster like fucking Snooky, what else can he do aside from that? <laughs> Because Snooki has the fact that she's this short little fucking Oompa Loompa character thing that apparently sex craze like South Park portrays her. <laughs> well, I would actually like to read a book that she wrote. Obviously, she's, you know, having a ghostwriter, you know, put her incoherent thoughts together. Cause I, I don't would know. actually pay money to read what a train wreck is going on between those ears. Because I'd imagine if there's no one trying to organize her thoughts, it looks like her face smashing into the keyboard like every few <laughs> minutes because like I can't imagine she has an intelligent thought enough to be able to to be able to organize it into a book. Or just ha- ask her the, the James Lipton 10 questions uh, inside the uh, actor's studio. What's your favorite person? I'm sure she person? can write volumes of those. Yeah. That she can probably just like copy and paste for like 150 pages and call that a book. <laughs> but if, so, if I were in charge of the government, I would, I would put something in each book, like a tracking device, and then unleash missiles. And <laughs> by about 10 in 30 seconds. I would have no problem with that. Whatsoever. Maybe that's what Amazon is doing with the uh, the drone delivery. The what? 
It'll be like Amazon's going to be using drones oh. pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like to think in the back of their head they're waiting for like the the, the Honey Boo Boo autobiography, <laughs> and they will just they will send you know a missile into each home that orders it. <laughs> That's, that actually makes sense. Just deliver... No, you can just deliver the package with a bomb in it. Just, that's it. Blow out whoever opens the package. You don't have to destroy the whole household. Just the one who purchased it. <laughs> right? Um, but I just want to make clear that I'm not bitter. <laughs> people sell more in 10 minutes than I will my entire career. No, you don't, you don't seem bitter at all. <laughs> okay, well, let's no. move... <laughs> let's you come move. up really well, ladies. <laughs> Let's move on. I know that um, we've been pimping the fuck out of the Trembling Fist, even though that is about a year old now. Do we have any news on anything, Lance, that you want to pimp? Well, uh, in September, early September, I will be coming out with yet another collection to inflict on the uh, the public. It's called The Song Between Her Legs. <laughs> Another collection of short stories. Okay, can't wait. So the song between her legs. Get ready for that, yes. guys. September, the song between her legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it, the claim to fame will be the fact that um, I'm aspiring to have the worst cover ever. <laughs> so uh, I did it. I did it myself. But usually I write something and then I send it to somebody to make it look like a real cover. But it turned out so horrible that it just uh, it won my heart. So I went with that as the cover. So, okay, when you say horrible, do you mean quality or something incredibly offensive? Um, no, just quality. It's, okay. it's not yeah, offensive. Okay. It's bizarre. It's uh, it's just a stick figure of a girl with a little red note coming out between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite cover of yours was the ball washing. Yeah, I really great. enjoyed that cover quite a lot. <laughs> well, and it actually looks like a real book, except for the fact that the man has his balls in a sink. <laughs> you know, you would think that it was a real book. Yeah. What's the, is, was there an actual photo shoot for that? Like, what's the story behind that cover? No, actually, I, I had done a drawing, you know, and trying to find a uh, an artist to actually draw a man with his balls in the sink, which is, you know, surprisingly more difficult than it sounds. <laughs> but uh, but this, uh, this company that does, you know, they, they format your books and come up with covers, 10 minutes later, she whipped it back. So I have no, I don't know if they had a picture of a man with his balls in the sink already in stock. <laughs> but I literally, 10 minutes later, it was a done cover. Whoa. So it's, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, that's quality entertainment. <laughs> they probably had that shit like saves in the computer for later. It's like probably a stock photo that everybody asks for. <laughs> a guy washing be. his balls is, is fucking on demand, right? <laughs> it everybody... has to be. I don't know what else, how else do you explain that? <laughs> I, mean... I would like to if she'd have sent me like six. <laughs> and I have to pick between the men with their balls in the sink. <laughs> I just wonder how the photo shoot goes. Yeah. Like, come on now. No, move a little bit to the right. Okay, there we go. Lean into it. Lean into lean, it. it. Yeah, dip him in. Dip him in. Lean out that kind of shit. But. Well, she left off the hairy ass, which was good. I think that may have uh, created some band issues. This way, with a nice smooth ass, it didn't seem to have too many. Although, for one of the uh, sites, I had to move the ball washer and put it across his ass because they didn't want ass cheeks. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with people nowadays? So, I know about a month ago... This, we're really fucking late. About a month and a half ago, I was I was already contacting Lance to get back onto the podcast, but like, there's always shit that happens. We're always late on everything, so I don't know what the fuck goes on. Wait, so you're time. blaming it on us? Lance never has like fault in it. Never. All right. He's you too perfect. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But 
Anyway, like that came out a little gay. Is it just me or did that come out a little gay? <laughs> like a couple weeks prior to me contacting him about him coming onto the podcast, he sent us uh, through Dropping Those Facebook a blog that he was um, that he was advertising, like uh, I guess really uh, heavily. Uh, he he called it a call to arms. I'm like, what is that? And I looked at it. Apparently, it's the title. It you know doesn't bury the lead. The title just says, "Let's burn down the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." Why? It says it in the blog. Um, apparently, it was released on the fourth of July. So this is the day of our independence. One of the most patriotic days in the fucking year, year uh, in for the U.S. Obviously. And he except just- for when everyone goes crazy about Coca-Cola commercials because he has other people that aren't white in it. Oh yeah, that was really stupid. No, we're not gonna get controversial in this. Not right now, because this 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 is a relatively controversial blog. Did you get any flack for it, Lance? No, I was very disappointed. <laughs> it was it was kind of inflammatory. You can tell he was trying to like trying to piss some people off. And and to summarize, and I hope I don't really fuck this up because this is me summarizing another writer's um blog. So uh, so it could come out really shitty. I might butcher it. Uh, basically, he goes on about how something's wrong with people nowadays. If we have a rock and roll hall of fame, when the when rock and roll was originally meant as a rebellion it was meant to stick it to the man so he's just like why don't we burn down the rock and roll hall of fame as a symbol to reignite the the revel the re- um the rebellion that was suddenly lost after years and years of i guess um was that bad <laughs> well first of all it's not like you're dissecting hemingway so you don't have to worry too much it was pretty it was pretty incoherent to start with but yeah that's the uh the, the fact that you know that that this corporate entity has tried to co-op yeah. rock and roll every year drives me crazy. Every time they have the induction ceremonies, it just drives me crazy. So um, I figured for the 4th of July, I would rant a little and see if I could you know, piss people off. And of course, you can't do that anymore. Like, where do they induct people? Like, is this on TV? Like, I have no idea. Well, they have an actual ceremony, and I'm sure they air it somewhere. I really don't know. I've never seen it. But I know they do. I think it's on HBO or Showtime every year. They they broadcast it. So if you know it infuriates you, why do you watch it every year? Oh God, no! I never watch it. I just that's what infuriates me when I see some. You know, I'm scanning through the TV channels, or it pops up on my uh, my internet. Oh. Oh, I'd rather put a gun in my mouth than watch five minutes of people selling out. Like, see, I don't know anything of this. Like, who's inducted into this Hall of Fame? Like what type everybody. of band? Everybody, practically. Really? Yeah, like he mentioned in the blog, he was bitching about how ABBA is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of <laughs> really? Fame. Really? Disco Legends ABBA. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, oh, yeah, like, and, and, and Randy Newman's there, Madonna's there. Yeah. What and the fuck? be rock and roll. Madonna's there? I, I could argue uh, Madonna's rock and roll because How? she's pop, but she's always been uh, before recently. You mean that edgy fucking She was edgy back in the 80s. You know, she was edgy. She was all about sex. And back then it was like, oh my God, who is this girl? But not anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you mean back then? Was this in the Middle Ages? <laughs> 20 years ago. Like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, she was like that, you know? She was edgy as fuck. She was showing her bloomers. <laughs> that's that's what they call rock and roll. She was rebelling against what was considered mainstream and propriety at the time, but now she's pretty much accepted. Let me ask you so. something: Is the band like the Runaways? Like, are they in? I think so. I because if that look. band's not in and Madonna's in, let's take this place does need to be burned down. 
I know that the weird, weird Al Yankovic isn't in, and that pisses that me off. That makes no sense. Yeah. That pisses me off. There, there are a couple bands that are just too cool to be in, inducted, and I and like Devo and, and the Replacements have yet to be invited, which invalidates the, you know the entire thing. And, and I will disagree to my grave that Madonna wasn't just some corporate, you know, creation to ram down the throats of uh, 14-year-old girls. Wow. Rock and Runaways. She was the sexual monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the Runaways are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And, you, and you think Madonna should be before yeah, them? That's pretty stupid. If this was legit at all? Wow. And I think the whole premise is flawed. You yeah. can't, it's like a an anarchy club. You can't have a corporate entity or a someone that is going to judge rock and roll. The whole point of rock and roll was rebellion, and now it's become an institution. Well, so it, I mean, it just needs to be burned to the ground and <laughs> everybody on the board executed on TV. It depends what then type HBO of rock and roll. Get involved. I don't. I don't feel like all rock and roll was about rebellion, was it? Like, cause there's some bands that just have stupid, like lovey-dovey lyrics and things uh, like that. Um, I would say but that's... that was, that was rebellious back. So, you, so you're saying that some fucking hair metal band was rebellious? Yeah, I was about to say hair metal. Was hair not metal, rebellious. like cherry pie. Oh my god, the most warrant, the most rebellious <laughs> band in the fucking world. No, are those well, bands? I'm certainly not going to try to defend cherry pie. <laughs> Next thing, next thing you'll know, I'll be trying to defend Cinderella or uh, Rat. Oh god! Oh my god! White snake. Yo, I knew right from the beginning that you would end up winning, though. Why? Huh? I ruined. I she knew. Goes round and round. Yeah, I knew right from the start you shoot an arrow through my heart. I don't know what you're talking. Somebody's about. a closet rat fan. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like you're you're spitting titles at me. I'm like, wait, what's going on? They're not here? titles, they're lyrics. Whatever. I don't. I hate rats. So it's just like, what are you talking? I'm like, I'm so lost. I'm like, what the fuck? Is, is he speaking in code to me? What the fuck is going on here? Is he like doing a tap tap under the fucking bathroom song? They right suck, now? but I admit I like that song when it comes on. What? Round and round oh, from yeah. Rat. I I never heard that song. <sighs> I don't like rat. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> nobody likes rat. I, I even, I even like can't stand Def Leppard, dude. Like, Def Leppard is apparently one of the more iconic hair metal bands. I don't even like them. Uh-huh. They, they bother me. <laughs> you really, you know, you end up pissing people off more about music than than almost anything. I'm always having to, you know, backtrack. Like, I'll offhandedly say that this band blows. And then I'll have like four death threats. You know, God forbid <laughs> something negative about Metallica. You know, next thing you know, enter fucking Sandman, and you've got some crazy nineteen-year-old in a truck ramming you from behind. <laughs> nineteen? I don't know. Are there nineteen-year-olds that listen to Metallica nowadays? Probably not now. Yeah. Maybe in the nineties. Yeah, maybe in the nineties. Not now. Now everyone's in their fifties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. How do I word this properly so I'm politically correct? <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to be. <laughs> we're in a safe zone right now. See, now. You know, we're, we're entering territory that you guys can probably empathize with the number of shows you've done. This is my sixth book, and every book has a lot of stupid shit in it. <laughs> and by now, you should see my Facebook likes and my likes on this, that, and the other. It goes up and down like a goddamn heart monitor. I can never actually build an audience because I'm always losing people. And, you know, because... I think that the, the journey of discovery of being on the radio or writing is basically realizing how angry you are, so you end up ranting and raving, 
and then by the by the end of the rant, you've pissed off the few people that you've managed to you know bring yeah. to your flock to begin with. I mean, so like I I always try to shut my mouth and stop writing things, but I always end up sort of sabotaging you know my own. Uh, you know, career or whatever you'd call this. That's uh, Pouch's greatest fear. Every time I open my mouth in the show. Yeah, and I'm trying to latch on to as few to the to the very few listeners that we have because. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why when you said you wanted to talk about my blog. I'm like panicking because today I wrote one that's basically making fun of transgenders and, and oh, radical no. feminists, <laughs> and I'm like. Holy shit! Like, talk about a hornet's nest. If the wrong person hears this, you know, next thing I know, I'm down to five likes on Facebook. And so then, I'm sort of breathing a sigh of relief, but of course now in that uh, self-destructive mode, I've mentioned it, so I may have screwed myself anyway. We would have lost like half our little listeners from that, and we would have blamed you for it, and then we would have rioted against you. We would have rammed you from behind with our truck. Under the bus quite a few times. <laughs> um. Okay. If we're going to take this blog seriously, because I don't know if I take Lance seriously now, um, let's see. I don't obviously prefer to resort to death and destruction for every little thing. Why not? That would be rock and roll. I mean, I'm not that rock and roll, apparently, because I don't believe in death and destruction. But, yeah, I definitely see your point, but I don't know. I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has its cool points. So you would be the one that would visit it? Fuck yeah, I'd see it. Yeah, why not? Why? It looks well, I like... think we just added you to the list of people we're executing. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't ever, ever fucking go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and museum? I don't think if I had seven, like, uh, drugged uh, barbs in my neck, you could get me in that place. <laughs> okay. It's horrible. It's everything I hate about the entire world in one ugly-ass <laughs> facility. Everything he hates it's... in the entire world in one building. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe not everything. As I get older, I'm finding out I hate a lot more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I literally have to take out just the absolute, like, screaming and yelling blogs because I can't even read half of them without wanting to punch myself in the face. I'm like, it becomes more and more difficult to write just normal, you know, stories. Well, there's always that, that anger creeping in, you know, like the this <laughs> mentality. To where, you know, my updates on Facebook now, nobody even reads them. They're like, I don't want to start my day listening to you, some cranky fucking blogger bitching about, you know, the fact that Carson Daly was interviewed by Jimmy Fallon. I think you he know, had they, a they, kid. Uh, I, can, I can empathize with people that are sick to death of angry people. Wait, what's going on with Carson Daly? Now I'm worried. I think he had a kid. Did he? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just, I just recently <laughs> written something that I, I, I was channel surfing and I saw Carson Daly being interviewed by Jimmy Fallon and it literally made me want to jump out the window. It just seemed like the two most boring fucking people on the planet having the worst conversation to have ever taken place. Wait, just, wait. You know, I'm like, and this is what people are entertained by. These two empty-headed people yakking away on the sofa. What has Carson Daly done since, like, TRL? I think he has a show, a late-night talk show. Does he really? Yeah, I think so. Last call. For how long? You look him, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon. They're all the same person. Yeah. Like, there's a mold somewhere churning out these <laughs> these vanilla, white-bread, boring guys. But what about David Letterman? And uh, I think Stephen Colbert is going to take over one of the shows. Okay, he's mad. Well, I, I gotta say, the one late night talk show host I like is Jimmy Kimmel. I, th I think he's like 
actually pretty funny. I like Craig Ferguson, but apparently we're just pissing off Lance right now. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch any of them, yeah, but if, if, if like uh, there's like a video that goes out online, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's videos are usually really funny. He's, he's so mad right now. <laughs> this is comic book man all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think we should. This just... may, in fact, tie into my earlier rant about the book sales of Jennifer Lopez, because none of those aforementioned people have yet to invite Lance Mannion to sit on that uh, couch and discuss life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just let's move on to the news. Get a load of this. Ah. So, get a load of this is where I try to bring you uh, up to date on what's been happening in the weird news. You know, shit that's strange, weird, unusual. And what we find interesting and funny. And we try to dissect it and make it as funny as possible. So, let's start off with the Florida Man. I forgot how the song went. Florida Man, what's he doing today? This is the Florida Man. What's he doing today? One day we should actually record this I think shit. I'm just going to fucking make a song. <laughs> Anyway, so you say that every time. I know, <laughs> I know. Time. It's just, I just don't want to do anything when I'm not recording it. <laughs> so, the Florida man, as you would imagine, is when we try to figure out what the Florida man's been up to recently, and half the time, it's nothing pleasant. It's always very depressing. What did the Florida man do this time? Well, it's the first off. I have two. I have the Florida woman. And thankfully, this is pretty much what I've dreamed ever since I started this segment is when people start submitting shit to me. Thankfully, I got a submission from our, our good friend Annalise of Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. And um, it was one of her friends that submitted to her. Let me just give him the proper credit because he deserves it. Mr. Michael Leal on um, on Twitter. Michael L-E-A-L. Thanks for submitting Thank a Thank you Florida very much, Michael article. Leal. Anyway, so the first one is a very old article from about four years ago, written on March 11th. So it's fresh news. Yeah, <laughs> by Mar- by Matt Gu- <laughs> by Matt Gutman in on ABC News. So this was actually really close by to us. Um, not that close by, but close by enough. This lady was on her way to Key West, and she was in an accident um, because she was shaving her pussy area. While, while driving? driving? While driving. I think she rear-ended somebody. Let me just double Yeah, she crashed into the rear of an SUV, and then she drove off a few a bit before being caught by a Florida trooper. And the story is... No, th- that's not so the she, best part. So she hit and ran. She hit and ran, yeah. Did she, she continue shaving her pussy after she crashed and I ran? I don't or? think so, but I know that she didn't go very far before someone did, in fact, find her. Um, I mean, one of the one of the Florida troopers found her. Did they follow the so trail? She, you said she was using the mirror on the other vehicles. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did they follow the trail of pubes to find her? <laughs> no. Objects no. may be larger than they appear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she doesn't get very far before the Florida State uh, Highway Patrol finally finds her. They finally and do the their job. The story behind this is actually what's better. Okay. Than the actual incidents. Apparently, she was on her way to meet her boyfriend in Key West, and she wanted to be super sexy. Why didn't she do this boyfriend. before she got in the car? In the car, she was shaving her pussy. Okay. And her ex-husband was in the car, holding the wheel for her to shave her pussy. Why didn't he just shave it for her? You're not understanding this. She's going to go meet her current boyfriend while Where- her ex-husband is helping her get ready for her current boyfriend. Yeah. 
That that's okay to you? Maybe they're friends now. Maybe the dude is gay and they divorced. You don't know, man. It's Florida. Anything could happen. It's okay because it's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, that's fucking ridiculous. Okay, you're okay with that. I just don't understand why she was shaving her pussy while driving. She needed to. I guess she didn't have time. Who knows? Why didn't he drive? Wish, and she I shaved wish her pussy. gotten away. So the police had to put, you know, an APB out for her, <laughs> describing her shaved vagina. <laughs> Apparently, when the police finally found her, they had to do the whole switcheroo. Apparently, like, um, uh, the, the ex-husband jumped into the front seat, into the driver's side. She jumped into the passenger side. And then um, ob- they obviously knew that she was driving. Uh, and then they found out that she had just been convicted the previous day for driving drunk. And this is apparently her sixth time getting in trouble with the law for driving and fucking up, essentially. So she's isn't that the first time she drives and shaves a vagina? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no. But I, I don't know if this. Is, I think this is the first time she was driving. She was driving and shaving, but this is not the first time that she's been. Um, she's been convicted for like an for for doing something stupid okay. while driving. Okay, if these people were normal people, he would have started to drive the moment the idea she, like that the idea came up that she wanted to shave her vagina. Right? Doesn't that make too much sense? I don't. Maybe it was spur of the moment. Maybe on the way down the Key West, holy, she's like, holy shit, this shit's this shit's hairy. Let me start shaving now. What? I think it's I think it's a really uh, touching story. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. This is her sixth time, and license was suspended, and she was not supposed to be driving. That's why she had to. Do, that's why she did the whole switcheroo. But the reason why the police were like, no, because I think they saw the the burn marks of the steering wheel on the girl's chest, and they're just like, yeah, you were obviously driving. So, the, so the guy didn't like rip his pants down and be pretending to shave his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently he'll go very far to get his ex-wife laid, but not that far to get his ex-wife laid. Oh, uh, he should have taken one for the team. <laughs> So then she finished the shaving. My genitals have been mistaken for a vagina numerous times. (laughs) Hand me the shaving cream. I've got places to be. (laughs) Um, And she, yeah. Um, Wait, what was your question? Did she finish the shaving or was it like a half shave, half, you know? I did not get a status on her her, um, shaving job. She Did they take a picture of it, like, from the front and then the side, like they would her face? No. <laughs> <laughs> a b- vagina um, mugshot? A vagina mugshot. No, unfortunately. And then it goes into a book, so, like, ten years from now, they'll have a picture of a vagina, and they'll be flipping through, like, you know, oh, here it is. Yep. I thought I'd recognize this vagina. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't know anything about her pussy, unfortunately. There was no updates on whether or not she was even able to finish. I know that she was definitely shaving, and she was um, very, like, unashamed about it. She, well, she was, must be proud of it. It couldn't have been too bad. <laughs> no, because, like, they're I mean, just you like... you have a really, really bad <laughs> vagina, you're not going to bring attention <laughs> to it by shaving. Yeah. But, like, I just love the fact that, like, the police were just like, so, wait, why did you crash? She goes, like, she's like, I told you, I was shaving. So she's not very ashamed of the fact that she was shaving while she was driving at all. She I just like the way that all three of us are imagining this young, hot no, girl she's doing not. it. When, in fact, she was probably, you know, 300 pounds. <laughs> she's not at all attractive. She's like an older lady. That's all I can say. <laughs> There's a picture? There's a picture. Of the vagina? No. Oh, okay. Of her face. Maybe oh, she. I can get you that. <laughs> Maybe she's ugly, but her only good feature is her vagina. That's well, why she takes such good care of it like and shaves what she does. are perfect breasts because they never get to. They're always the one that have the, uh, you know, the accidents where they're exposed to the public. Because you're walking around with a dog ugly face, but you've got enormous perfect breasts. 
you know you're waiting for the first wet t-shirt contest or oops, my <laughs> skirt fell up. Yeah. Because otherwise maybe, that's her, maybe she wanted a role in Hollywood. <laughs> Look right. what it did for Sharon Stone. <laughs> well, she could just do uh, that. Um, the fuck is the name of that guy from Transformers? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, the Shia LaBeouf and just wear the bag over her head. Oh, yeah. She could just do that. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so let's move on. <laughs> just draw a cuter face in the front of the bag, and that's it. As long as you got good tits. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Were those, were those crickets I heard in the background? <laughs> I, I, uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, I got a, a, the second Florida Man article. Uh, more recent. Uh, posted on August 14, 2013. Written by Chris Tish on the Tampa Bay. Oh, only a year ago. Yeah, he, most recent. It is fucking no, 2014. 2000. Oh, I thought you said 13. No, 2014. I probably oh. misspoke, but 2014... And uh, it's from the Tampa Bay Times. Um, let me see here. It's from a police blotter, so you know this shit's legit. <laughs> um, some, someone in Tarpon Springs, I wish I knew where that was, but someone in Tarpon Springs, which is presumably in, uh, in Pinellas County somewhere. Anyway. Um, this guy named Jeffrey Michael Pepin wow. apparently decided to just go on a fucking diaper rampage in, in, late, in local Walmart. What the fuck is that diaper rampage? I guess he walked in and said, fuck these diapers, and just started ripping them apart. Because that's exactly what happened. What is he, a dog? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he... Those diapers had it coming. Don't <laughs> kid yourself. They're, they're probably talking mad shit. I know it. <laughs> According to the, the, the officer, the defendant was observed on video in the adult and infant diaper sections of the store ripping open sealed bags of diaper. He was observed removing diapers from the shelves and throwing the individual diapers back on the shelves. And they just washed? <laughs> Overall, if you're making minimum wage, you're not going to go sauntering into the adult diaper aisle and combat <laughs> with somebody who's ripping them apart. I would just go and help him out. I think he just probably just got some bad news for his uh, urinologist. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck this shit, I don't want to I'm never going to use these exactly. fucking diapers <laughs> No, but he was even attacking the baby diapers mm, You don't give a fuck, he oh, doesn't that's discriminate too That's too far <laughs> That's <laughs> where you draw the line <laughs> So he destroyed 28 packages of diapers Causing $342 in damage Yo, diapers are expensive, yeah, diapers yo diapers are expensive, yeah So yeah, that's what happened This that... guy just went apeshit in the diaper aisle in a Walmart Oh, That's great yeah. I mean, I don't want to make too many suggestions, but perhaps, given that, uh, you know, everything else going on in the world, that uh, perhaps you broaden your horizons when uh, dealing with news content. <laughs> but just, you know, I'm not saying that uh, man attacking uh, depends isn't a uh, hot story. <laughs> but this is, um, this is Florida news. This is the kind of shit that happens <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> this wasn't crazy. I don't like that outside news. Well, this wasn't crazy to you. <laughs> no, I did like the four-year-old uh, vagina story. <laughs> yeah, the vagina story was a little But better. the diaper rampage is not crazy to you. No, that's average. That's normal. People do that all the time. Well, the, the shaving vagina ratio is kind of bigger on the first story, so it, it kind of wins over this one. Okay. So I, I just don't think you appreciate the jet-setting lifestyle a, a Lance Mannion lives. <laughs> People tearing apart the pens 
that's just that's every fucking day where I come from. <laughs> that, I'm actually do that tonight just to, to make a point. Twenty-four hour Walmart. Make sure you take pictures of your triumph. <laughs> and I will be. I will actually shave myself while I'm doing it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's the end of uh, the Florida man. Since no one was interested. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Like, right. like Lance said, you know, some things hit, some things miss. So this one, I don't know if I should submit this into the to the discussion piece, but it's definitely interesting and very weird. Okay. I don't know. Apparently, what I think is weird nowadays is apparently tame by comparison. Um, so this happened in Texas, by the, reported by the NY Daily News uh, by Joel Landau, posted on August 13th. A 14-year-old boy, I guess you consider him a young man at this point, 14-year-old teenager, ran away from home. No one knows why he ran away from home. He was staying with his aunt while his parents were on vacation. And he decided he ran away from home and he was living... He decided to live in a Walmart, a 24-hour Walmart, for a few days before they caught him. This kid is ingenious because what he did do was that he constructed little cubbies, like little shelters behind certain, like... uh, in different areas around the Walmart, like, you know, the, the, the aisles have shelves, right? And sometimes yeah. they're obscured by very large boxes of shit. He constructed little habitats behind these massive boxes so you couldn't always tell that anybody was there. And then what he did was that, like, whenever he um, slept, whenever he would walk around the store, he made sure to consistently change his clothes every few hours to make sure that... If <laughs> they would any think Wal- so- Exactly, it'd be a different kid. Every Walmart employee would think it's a different kid. He's not in... It doesn't look like he's in there for that, for that long. He doesn't look suspicious. And the only thing that betrayed him was that eventually he, uh, I guess he left a trail of garbage leading to where he was staying at the time. What is this, a fucking cartoon? Right? <laughs> the fuck? I picture it's like a habit trail with him scurrying around the shelves. <laughs> yeah. He's like a little rat, apparently. No, they didn't notice him for days. But then when they finally saw it, they fucking, obviously they, they It shows um, how much uh, people at Walmart just don't give a fuck. Either that or he hit very well. <laughs> I think people at Walmart just don't give a fuck. If you're there every day and every day you see the same kid, no matter how different clothes he has, you're still going to see the same fucking kid. In the end, like, I don't think they were paying attention to his face. Because it's Walmart. They don't pay attention to shit. I mean, how much are you going to be paying attention to the customers? Well, it depends what... I don't think anybody at a Walmart gives a crap. Exactly. With what they're making. Yeah, I guess not. There's probably people throwing hot dogs back there for him to eat. <laughs> so they were keeping him as a little Walmart pet, just yeah, feeding him. They actually got him a giant ball that he could roll around in during the, uh, the evenings. <laughs> so yeah, he just constructed like I think like at least two habitats. One of them I think was behind some boxes of bikes, I believe, and the other one was behind some toilet paper. But the problem is that the funny part is that he didn't even like apparently to avoid even using the bathroom as often as he did, even though he had a strategy of changing his clothes every few hours, he even used diapers to make sure that he didn't have to use the fucking bathroom very often. Like he was Oh, there come the fucking diapers. <laughs> he was intent on fucking making uh, strollers, not uh, bicycle strollers behind boxes of strollers. This motherfucker was intent on maintaining um his secrecy. Like he was a rat in this Walmart and he didn't want anybody to know he was there, obviously. And I think he did a pretty pretty good job because he managed to stay there for days before finally being caught. He should have set up a tent in the camping aisle. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a little bit obvious? It's Walmart. Well, Nobody picks up. from the fire, yes. <laughs> but they would think he was an animatron. Yeah. It's like, 
What what were these uh, kids' uh, relatives? Like you say, you live with his aunt. And they, were they his looking aunt, for him? Though? No, his aunt definitely reported him missing after a few hours of finding out that he wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just never found him. They didn't know he was going to be staying at a goddamn Walmart, I Did guess. Did they call his cell phone? His 14-year-old kid probably had a cell phone. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about a cell phone. Maybe he didn't have a cell phone. I don't know. It didn't mention anything about a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're going to see all the copycat people at Walmart. And, like, you'll move one box to get at a toy. <laughs> And there'll be like three kids screaming <laughs> like cockroaches. He's like, yo, turn off the lights. <laughs> and to put the box back. We should go on a scavenger hunt and just look for fucking kids hiding on a wall. We should try it out. Let's lay behind a box, see if it's comfortable. We might just like get away with not paying rent for a while. I'm sure there's a reality show working on that even. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd be clued in when there's the cameras all over the fucking aisle that he's staying in. But it's reality, dude. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, they, you, there's that one boss show where, you know, the, the the head of the company comes down and works with the common employees. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, never heard joke. It. Of course everybody knows that's a boss. You get some middle-aged, balding white guy coming to work at the flyer out of nowhere with cameras following him around. It's called Undercover Boss or whatever. Yeah, it's called yeah. Undercover Boss. Yeah, he always thought that was super stupid. Like, how do, do the people know, not know that's their boss? They're right always there? in disguise. Oh, because how many times on the first day... With a full employee, do you see some girl break down in tears about her heart? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking story. Wait, what happened? What happened? Bear their soul to me in the first twenty minutes. Every because like what they do is they they always team them with the best fucking employee at that store. Uh They are like above and beyond one of the best employees with the greatest attitude in the world, and they all come from tragedy. Oh, okay. So it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's I ridiculous, yeah. one where he gets paired with some hard-ass guy that knifes him to death. <laughs> <laughs> or just like with some non-caring Walmart employee that just exactly. does not but talk on the fucking Bluetooth phone all it's, day. It's like, it's, it, you know, the believability like goes down once you realize that every single employee is so fantastic at their job and so self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one employee, I think he was manager, and he, he hadn't seen his family in like 10 years because he had to move out to get to make some money for them. And he was just he's smiling as, he say, as he's telling this fucking story. And he, um, he he just believes in God, and that's what keeps him going. It's just like, are you fucking kidding so me? So everyone in this show opens up upon them asking their, like... Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh they have God. lunch, and he tells them, and this person it, tells them their life story every fucking under time. Under fucking first meeting? Yes. Like the first time they ever Yes, met. fucking, exactly. <laughs> this is like, I don't hate the show, but it's fucking ridiculous. That's reality TV for you. It's all bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. I was about to rant more, but then I call myself being angry again. I thing to say, and I can't come up with one fucking thing. Like those pawn shop shows. What about them? Oh, don't like, get me started on the pawn shop shows. <laughs> like, if you set up a camera at a pawn shop, yeah. how, how much people are going to come, like, that fast? Nobody. What exactly. So, like, don't, like, pawn stars or whatever, people come with, like, items they want to sell. Yeah, they schedule that shit. There's no fucking reality. Exactly. There, right? They, but they make that very clear. They're yeah. just like, dude, this is not real. They don't never, they never said it was reality. The people didn't just walk up. It's obvious people schedule this shit. They all Yeah, but why do like they that. make it seem like they just walked up? I don't get it. If it's obvious that they don't, why do they make it seem that way? I have no fucking idea. Don't ask Just be me like, that. oh, hey, man, I scheduled for today. And then he shows up and says that. Instead of, oh, yeah, I was walking by. and uh, No, they don't say that. They don't ever fucking say that. <laughs> you know, it's, but no, they it's, definitely schedule it. I don't think they have any qualms about admitting that it was obviously scheduled. So it's like those storage lockers. 
Oh yeah, that's the most. And it's filled with shit. Yeah. There'll be like four mattresses, a bunch of plants, and then there'll be like a 15th century sewing table stuck in the back. Yeah. It's like such bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I only saw one episode of one of those. I don't know if it's like Storage Wars or Storage some shit. I forget. It's one of the other ones. And uh, it was the same thing. Like, everything they buy has something. They saw, like, a motorcycle in the back. Like, they just saw the wheel. Yeah. Because it was, like, covered with some cloth or whatever. And then when they open, it's like, you know, this expensive-ass <laughs> motorbike and all Hold this on. bullshit. Confession time, Lance. I watch both of these type of shows because I enjoy them. I know they're fake. I know they're fucking ridiculous, but I enjoy the fuck out of them. You're an idiot. They, they are the equivalent of professional, <laughs> you know, wrestling. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> the equivalent Uh-oh. of professional wrestling. Uh-oh, I think I started something. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to even let that go. I'm going to let that go. But no, yeah, I I know it's bullshit. It's obvious it's bullshit, but it's fun watching them uh, it's fun watching them find these shits. And I know that obviously it's planted there, but I, it's fun watching them buy it and then find fun watching them appraising it and finding out about it. That's all. Like That's why I enjoy watching it. I know it's bullshit. I'm aware it's stupid. It's a guilty pleasure, but I enjoy it. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the time, some of the times they don't find anything and they get pissed off because they do lose money and they will show when people lose money. And then like half the time they also show like um, their junk pile and sometimes it, it like uh, it fucking takes up their entire backyard full they're- of mattresses and box rings that they can't sell and shit like that. So they're so- like, God damn it, we lost money in this storage unit. Eh, I'll just I'll just yeah, deal with it with my money from, from like the show. Fifteen bars of silver because they couldn't pay the thirty dollars a month. <laughs> no, they definitely get angry though. Like I mean, maybe that's reality. Maybe it's acting, but they definitely get angry when they don't make enough money. Don't make any money on the on the unit. Even though they're still getting paid for being yeah, on the of show. Yeah, course. Yeah. But still, like, they did waste the money on the unit, so whatever. I mean, like, again, this is not – I'm not going to tell you that it's quality TV because it's not, but I still enjoy it because it's stupid. Yes. Well, but, I mean, there really isn't much left of quality TV. Because <laughs> not, com- <laughs> not with comic book men running around, right, Lance? <laughs> Talk shows are dead. <laughs> Reality television is a cesspool. Yeah. And, uh, the, and even obscure writers are just – angry people that no one reads. <laughs> oh, wait, I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> so you got any, any more news? I have. This is definitely a discussion piece, and I feel like this was the worst time to bring this up because I have two angry people sitting in front of me. Who's angry? Trust me. Are you angry? No, trust me. Okay, it's posted on Gawker.com, and they're not the greatest source of journalistic integrity, so take this with a grain of salt, but they did link a video. I have not seen the video, so who knows? Um, it's written by Rich Juzwiak. Whoa. Juzwiak? Um, <laughs> posted August 15th. The subject of their article was about a man who was featured on this documentary series called Seven Deadly Sins. Apparently, there's this guy um, named Chris. I don't have his last name. He identifies with people in wheelchairs. He can walk fine. He's an able-bodied person. But he feels like inside he was meant to be a disabled person. The fuck? This is fucking retarded. Yes. His words. I just picture I, I picture Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. <laughs> His words. Don't I, bring that evil upon us, I identify as a guy in a wheelchair, he said. I feel like I have the wrong body. I feel like I'm supposed to be disabled. What I want my life to be like is what is the detriment of a lot of people's lives. The worst thing that's ever happened to them. And I think it would be the best thing that ever happened to me. This guy's a fucking asshole. And, mm, <laughs> I, 
I feel like this guy just wants to collect fucking unemployment and and oh, I hate people like this. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I knew this. That unemployment. What is that other shit? What, what? disability? That, that stupid <laughs> shit. God. That's, that's what I. You could put his name in for what I was ranting and raving about the transgender community <laughs> in my story today. It's the same thing. If you cut off your legs, that doesn't make you fucking midget. I wish, I wish cutting off my legs would make me a midget. That would be amazing. Oh my god! Damn, Lance. What? Sorry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, let's get you guys even angrier. He travels out of town so that he can go shopping and eat in restaurants in his wheelchair without being spotted by anyone he knows. Because he knows that he's being an asshole. He knows that people are going to call him out on it and give him bullshit. So he goes out he of town. He just wants to go to the front of the lines at Disney. <laughs> Pretty much. I would love to actually bash in this motherfucker's legs. That's so bad. Yeah, but he oh, likes no that. Different. You go to Disney, they have all these fat people at the front of the line. Really? And they can walk. They're, they just are too fat to walk. So how in the world they get to ride the teacups before I do, I don't know. But they're always fucking bustling them by, 800 pounds, the whole fucking teacup is tilted, kids are sliding out of the fucking teacups because of these bastards, and nobody says a word. Why do you want to ride the teacups so badly? They're like the worst fucking ride at Disney anyway. Okay, because I'm a pussy. I get nauseous if I ride it. <laughs> Anyway. Even if I ride those little swings that whirl around, it turns into a giant splash zone with Lance Mannion vomit. Nah, for real. I'm the, I'm the same way. You know that little boat that just goes forward and back oh, like a little fast? That, yeah. I hate it. I, I, hate I almost that. puked. But anyway. I can't even watch it. I'll sit there and have to put my churro down if I watch it more than three or four times <laughs> up and back. I get nauseous. Yeah, it's crazy. And the flume. Everybody's, oh, go on the flume. Go on the flume. Fuck the flume. You're soaking wet. You're getting a fucking pneumonia. You almost vomit as you plunge in. <laughs> so, he, so now he's bitching about fucking amusement park rides. <laughs> Fuck the amusement parks. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so. How do we get here from a guy who wants to be disabled? Yeah, he wants to be disabled. Okay. So you bash his legs and that's just, you just give him what he wants. I don't know if you really want to do that. No, but he's not going to love the fucking bash. Like, he says all this fucking bullshit, but he's never experienced any of this, right? So I will walk up to that motherfucker and just, like, like Lance said, I'll turn him into a midget. I'll cut his legs off <laughs> and then, you know, I'll cut his dick with it too. You know, show him. Okay, that like went way too far. No, that went that escalated no. a little too far. Why? Well, you don't have to cut off his dick, man. Why not? Don't cut it off. His bottom half doesn't work, anyways. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it's he's actually part of a, a movement called the Pretenders, a subculture called the Pretenders. You can see our our culture is coming to this. <laughs> Nobody's even surprised by this shit anymore. <laughs> 
This is actually called a subculture. Yes, it's called a subculture called the pretenders. So They're- if I fucking grab, I grab a pair of crutches and just pretend uh, I can't walk straight, I'll, I'll be part of this uh, subculture right there. I guess if you're serious enough about in it. In five years, we will be in prison for making fun of these wonderful people, and it'll be on, <laughs> Olympics, and it'll be on fucking television. Well, it is on and TV. I'll have to sit there and watch blind volleyball with fifteen fucking people who aren't blind, but we have to pretend they're blind. Going, oh look what a great dick! Says he has no fucking eyeballs. And then I'll be a bad guy for pointing out, of course he can fucking see. <laughs> hey, maybe he could just be the bad guy. <laughs> I think Lance, we should just start going up to every person in a wheelchair and then just pushing them off to see if they really are in a wheelchair or not. <laughs> Yeah, we've got to unmask them. It's time to go around and just tip the fuck, just everybody out, and see who can get back in their wheelchair or not. Yeah. So this is the only way to find out. Because I can't deal with these fucking assholes pretending they're fucking crippled. Imagine if you're crippled. Let's say you just got crippled. <laughs> and then you have to read a story like that. Exactly. What do you think? I want to murder that Yeah, guy. I know. What do you think a fresh cripple thinks about this? Yeah, I would. I would imagine he's pretty pissed off. Definitely. Dude, I even get mad when fucking hipsters like to wear glasses just because they think it looks cool. I've had to wear glasses since I was in fucking elementary school, since I was ten years old. Why are you acting like you need glasses when I physically can't fucking see without my glasses? Yeah, I understand. Like, I understand. Look, we, even, we even got pouch mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I understand definitely. Like these, I understand that if people who are like freshly crippled, they're definitely gonna get upset with this motherfucker he's an idiot like no doubt just let me like emphasize how big this movement is because it has been studied by people now like in an article apparently uh, published by new mobility um it was written that uh, this is i'm just reading exactly what this says word for word as for pretenders, they are generally seen by clinicians as having a mental disorder. No shit. In a long article in the Journal of Sexuality and Disability, researcher and clinical psycho- um, psychophysiologist Dr. Richard Bruno reviews the history of pretenders, devotees, and wannabes and describes two pretenders. Bruno concludes that pretending is at root a cry for love. He describes the origin of pretending as pairing as the pairing in childhood of a disabled person with the expression of love or sympathy by normally cold and emotionally aloof parents. Pretenders discover very early in life. Bruno says that having a disability is the only way one can be loved. That's fucking I would like to point out here that the Journal of Disability and Sexuality actually sold more copies than the Trembling Fest. (laughs) (laughs) That issue, at least. Yeah, yeah, I don't even want to check their Facebook because it'll be like five times my likes (laughs) and it'll just bum me out. (laughs) No, but that was his explanation. It kind of makes sense, but it still doesn't quite explain it to me very well um and it's stupid there's my conclusion wow that's pretty harsh words <laughs> what do you say you are talking shit senior <laughs> pretty harsh words <laughs> uh i i just have no sympathy with people like this this yeah, is no, stupid that, this is fucking really pointless fucking if someone like this grew up in my family they would get fucking smacked in the back of the head and tell them to act right and act normal like I was any time. Yeah, but people like that don't grow up in normal households. That's the thing. You a little, and this guy, I mean, their basement, uh, it puts the lotion in the basket, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, these, I figured that would, oh, shit, I should give credit where credit's due. This is submitted by our, our own semi-permanent John. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is a pretty good article. Thank you, John. He would, 
He'll probably hate this too, just as much I, he as we did, hate it. He just laughed. I don't know if he actually um, had an opinion on it, but I know when he showed, when he told me about it, he laughed. He thought it was funny. This is ridiculous. I, 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 I'm never sure if those kind of articles make us feel better about our own yeah. little uh, foibles, and that's why we, we react so viscerally, like, oh, that person's even more fucked up than I am. But it's, it's cleansing. It feels good. It's like an emotional purge. <laughs> if you want to watch the documentary series, <laughs> there's a documentary on this fucking stupid shit. No, I told you he was uh, he he was featured on a documentary series called Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a documentary just on no, this. No, oh, okay. not yet. Okay, not yet. Holy shit! But it was produced by Morgan Spurlock. It's called Seven Deadly Sins. And it's on. Um, it's not on TLC. Where is it actually? I don't know where it says it's on, but it's definitely on TV right now, and it's bizarre apparently. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, not a pissed you off. Uh, should we go into another topic? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Probably a good time. <laughs> Something, it's probably not going to be uplifting either. I was thinking about doing like a bit of a tribute to Mr. Robin Williams, who unfortunately passed recently. Dude. This how you trying to bring us back up? Yes. I didn't say it was uplifting. I just said let's let's switch topics so that the anger can go away. So yeah, I guess you can call that pop and loads. Unfortunately, our very own Robin Williams, a star of many classic movies like Goodwill Hunting and Dead Poet Society, um, fucking Aladdin. Um, what else? I didn't see that one. Fucking Aladdin. Fucking that was Aladdin. Like, oh yeah. Was that a porno? I didn't know he was in a porno. Aladdin. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Shit like that. You know, he's pretty beloved actor who unfortunately uh, committed suicide very recently by hanging himself. And, um, I don't know what, I don't, I'm a big fan of him, so I was pretty bummed out. What about you? Uh, well, he's someone that's been around on TV ever since Forever, I was, yeah. I was born. Like yeah. he was always there. Even yeah. my parents who have no idea who any actor is. They think every actor is fucking, uh, Robert Redford oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, or Clean Iswood. They knew who he was and it's kind of like, uh. You know, it, it, it's kind of that thing like Jackie Chan's always been around. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, yeah. He's so even though I wasn't a huge fan of him, I didn't watch a lot of his movies or anything like that. The ones I've seen, I, I did like. Yeah. But you know, he's just always been like a presence there. Yeah. So definitely sad news to hear this, but you know. What do you think, Lance? Well, it was weird. I I didn't realize how many times I'd referenced um, his movies in stories. Uh, Goodwill Hunting and Dead Poet Society probably have either quotes or references in at least a dozen things that I've written over the years. So, you know, having said that, I mean, it was, you know, I don't claim to know him or know anything about him, but he was an amazing actor. Of course, I can't stand his stand-up routine. Really? Like, I, there were so many um, people on Facebook, you know, linking his stand-up comedy, and it was, you know, um, I couldn't get out of it fast enough. He drove me crazy, but his acting was just amazing. Why? Why? What do you have against the stand-up? I was actually I only see one special of his, and I fucking loved it. I died laughing. It was like live on Broadway or something like that. So, what do you have against the stand-up? Well, maybe it's I. I still blame him for comic relief and inflicting Whoopi Goldberg on the world. <laughs> so maybe subconsciously, you know, I'm just angry at him. But uh, I just never found it funny. I mean, he was just rambling like a lunatic. But you know, he never connected like a, like a Steve Martin used to make me pee on myself laughing. And Robin Williams, uh, just I never really got it. He was just a bunch of voices and characters. But what was coming out of his mouth never really made me laugh. 
He definitely there was definitely no commentary of any sort. He was definitely just trying to be an idiot, and I, I don't know. I like that. Some people like that. I, I think he's always trying to just make people laugh, just to make people laugh. Because like if you, for instance, if you watch him on Inside the Actor Studio, same fucking person. You know, he's just that's just the way he is. He's always incredibly hyper. He's always performing in some way, just trying to get you to fucking laugh. You know, he's really really cool dude, and like oh, I, the world desperately needs you know Robin Williams type people. You know, because there's so many bad comics out there, like the Howie Mandels and George Lopez's, <laughs> who actually never have said a fun, funny thing in their life, you know, that are held up as comics. At least he was out there, balls to the walls, constantly, you know, trying to push the envelope. I would I'd never forget, my, the first movie I remember seeing from him was Jack. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, people... People, People hate this movie. It, yeah, it, I, like I loved it. When I saw it as a kid, I thought it was great. I've never seen anything like that Yeah. as far as that movie. Like, I didn't really see it as anything funny. I don't know if it's supposed to be a comedy or not. But when I saw it as a kid, like, I didn't I didn't think it was funny. I just thought it was, like, sad. Like, extremely sad. I think it's of, a dramedy, actually. Of this kid who just had the unfortunate, you know, faith of being in an adult body for most of his life. So, I don't know. Well, that, that was that, the weird thing about him. Like, my favorite movies... You know, Awakenings and Moscow on the Hudson had no humor in them at all. Mm. But I loved his acting. Yeah. So, you know, he, he was just a weird guy. I mean, he could appeal to people yeah. on a lot of different levels. Yeah, like the other day we just watched The Birdcage, a movie I had never seen before. And I thought he was even great in that. <laughs> oh, he was awesome in that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's yeah. just very sad to see people like him go and like you said we still have the George Lopez's around who we wish they would kill themselves oh shit come on now I think that Robin Williams had, had received a copy of uh, Miss Doubtfire part 2 in the mail and that's what um, pushed him over <laughs> oh, the edge no. <laughs> wow <laughs> just a theory I don't even I'm not uh, prone to the conspiracy theories but the timing was rather poor yeah it, you know <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't argue with that because yeah, the business of fire I think was getting momentum around the time that he supposed around the time that he offed himself. I mean, yeah, he agreed to do it. It was it was done. The wheels were in motion. Yeah, <laughs> and the thought probably terrified him and everybody else who'd have to go and sit in that fucking theater and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're doing a Dumb and Dumber too. Maybe the we're, maybe we're in the world where we can do Mrs. Doubtfire too. Well, I blame Hollywood. I mean, they can't come up with an original thought. They, you know, you have all of these recycling of 80s and 90s movies and all these, you know, yeah. part four and part five of movies that were shitty to begin with. Mm -hmm. I don't understand with so many people, you know, writing and creating how they can come up with better movies than what, than, you know, endless sequels. They did a movie. I mean, this is Doubtfire 2. If I say that three more times, I'm going to end up with a fucking belt around my neck and the door. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's true. Like Ghostbusters 3, yeah. all of these sequel they, ideas they coming up. They did a remake for Endless Love. We don't need a remake for Endless Love. What the fuck was that all about? We didn't need Endless Love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how that was completely necessary. It's just so fucking stupid. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, his death, his suicide raised a lot of awareness for depression and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, are you serious? Depression has been a thing for a long fucking time. You wait until someone like Robin Williams to do something and then suddenly you're interested in depression? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it was really weird. And, and if you want to put on the, uh, 
you know, the uh, heart-wrenching Oprah music in the background, uh, I'm prepared to open up. I was on the dock down in St. John's and, um, I mean, St. Thomas on vacation when I heard the news. And, it, you know, Robin Williams being this really powerful, you know, image to all of us in our generation, like he was, you know, one of the few mega stars to die recently. The whole time I kept thinking why he didn't just buy a huge house on some island and spend the rest of his days doing what I was doing, you know, which was watching sunsets and, and drinking too much. And, you know, at, at the time it was such a poignant thing because I'm watching the sunset, you know, I'm half in the bag. And I'm sitting there just trying to figure out why somebody who's so talented and so beloved wouldn't just leave and just go somewhere and live out his days, you know, in, in anonymity. And I still don't figure that out. You know, what, what makes people stay yeah. in the, uh, you know, the eye of the storm, if you will. Yeah. It's one that we won't ever find out well, what happened. That's the us. thing about depression. Like, no yeah. matter what you have, you know, you it, it could be a guy who supposed like how all this money all this thing he could do whatever he wants yeah. all this talent but it's just like like you, you said before the pressure just something you just can't get out of and you have there's a certain way you think and uh you know i think, it's, I'll, re I'll, think I'll reference uh um tosh which is he's never seen an unhappy person on a jet ski <laughs> depression is, is is a powerful thing until you're on a jet ski you've <laughs> never seen anybody really depressed on a jet ski <laughs> i'll be terrified on a jet ski completely well, that scared shit, that should be fun i think hell no <laughs> i mean like i don't want to well it's already brought down now but like you know i i suffered from depression it was it was a pretty bad year or so and the thing is like i'm a little embittered by the fact that suddenly he's become a martyr like i don't want to remember him as the guy who had depression and, and killed himself i remember i want to remember him for all his fucking uh fantastic movies and his comedy and shit like that but everyone is like you know trying to raise awareness now for depression all of a sudden i'm just like it's always been a, it's always been a thing why does he have to be the martyr for depression why does he have to be the face for depression why does his death suddenly have to fucking wake everybody up to so suddenly holy shit you need to talk to somebody no fuck you you could have talked to somebody beforehand you couldn't you didn't have to wait for Robin Williams to fucking die yeah. That pisses me off. Like, I saw so many long-winded, incredibly fucking contrived statuses about, talk to somebody if you feel bad. Shut up, because you didn't care before. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed all the, um, the YouTube tribute videos where he was dishing out life advice and telling you know, how to live, and then you know, he ends up committing suicide. That is sort of, you know, the duality of that statement is a little bit chilling. You know, like, if this guy who's, you know, telling us how to live can't get it yeah. right, it's a very weird mixed message. Definitely. Carpe diem my ass. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. I hate to really bring down the podcast, but, like, I guess it was necessary to really talk about him. Everybody's talking to him. I think it's... I think can we kind of owe it to him? I, kind of. I don't know. Like, that's my thoughts on it. I love the guy. I miss him already. It really affected me pretty deeply, more than most of your average celebrity fucking deaths. And I yeah, I, I think that's true. I don't know what it, why it is, but celebrities are, are dying every day. Yeah. You know, like Warren yeah. McCall died the next day, and it's like who gives a flying shit? But for some reason, you know, you, you Robin Williams sort of connected with yeah. a lot of people. You, you, you kind of had to stop and think about it, like shit. Yeah, it really shows his impact, like what yeah. what he left behind, because yeah. he. Like I said, like each and every one of us, we could all identify with at least one of the movies yeah, he's been. Exactly. Like one thing he's done. Like, Goodwill Hunting, I, I fucking love that movie. And everything he says to Matt Damon makes so much sense to me that, like, you know, you just can't express these kind of yeah. things. I just... So, I don't know. 
<laughs> I just kind of lost. I can't really. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, you don't know what to say. I mean, like I feel, I feel like we kind of owed it to him. Bring mm-hmm. down the pod. Uh, get angry, then get sad for yeah. a second. Uh, I mean, like he was. I didn't even realize how how important he was until the internet went ape shit. Like I knew he was great. I've always loved him, and I knew people loved him, but I didn't think he was that fucking loved until I saw the internet go absolutely ape shit over his death. And I'm just like, this is good. He deserves this. Well, I think people realize that, that we lost something, you know, that there's not a lot of. Yeah. You know, Lauren Bacall, there's 500,000 empty-headed actresses, you know, being churned out every day. But not many Robin Williams. Yeah. All I kept thinking the whole time is, like, why can't this happen to Tara Reeds instead of Robin Williams? I, I don't I know. I'm not. I don't back you up on that fucking statement at all. <laughs> Tara Reed is going to be a spooky. Why don't you tell that to her? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about it. She sucks. I know, but come on, that's mean. Horrible. Person. I don't wish upon. I don't wish death upon anybody, except for oh, this. Oh come on! Except for this asshole who th- who wants to be in a wheelchair. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I, don't I don't think if we had a longer show, you'd be uh, issuing death warrants to thousands of people. <laughs> you know, what? I take that back. I don't want him to die. I just think he's an idiot. <laughs> I just, I don't like wishing death upon people. I think that's mean. It is. It's yeah, karma, karma's a bitch, but I've come to terms that I'm a horrible person, and once you do that, it's a lot easier to do the stupidity. I don't. You know I what? Agree. I'm actually like I'm. I'm a little bit more scared of Lance now after after he. You're on a fucking mission if you chop off their legs. That was. <laughs> I just. I can't get over that. Like I'm afraid to read that blog because I'm gonna be like, holy shit, Lance is scary. <laughs> Yeah, let's just say it's not going to help your opinion on <laughs> But see, that's why the world needs obscure writers. Because nobody in their right mind, Stephen King isn't writing a, a diatribe that does him no good before the release of a new book. You have to have nothing to lose like an obscure writer like myself. And that's, you know, that's where I think our role is. It's just to do these self-defeating stupid things. Because, you know, Dan Brown is certainly not going to be uh, ranting about transgender people, you know, before the release of his next volume. I think it's because they have something to lose. Yeah, all the fame and fortune <laughs> and the fucking public opinion. Lance said, fuck it. People hate me already, so why not? Okay. But that's why you we love him. I can't believe how many people, you know, send or try to instigate to get me talking about uh, Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, yeah. I don't want to comment on that because yeah. I, I know nothing about it. So I don't want to say something So I'd stupid. like to spend the next 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. And by the time I'm done, you'll probably both be uh, incarcerated. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't have any opinion on that. Not because I'm like, uh, because I, I because I don't I want to be politically correct. I, ju- I literally just don't know anything about it. And I don't want to make it. I don't want to say anything that's going to piss somebody off based on ignorance, you know, shit like that. Liar. <laughs> I think the only I way to bet s- you know every damn thing about it. I bet you're up watching uh, Fox and CNN until late at night every night. Yeah, that's your favorite channel, right? Fox, Fox yeah. News, and everything, right, Podge? It's the only channel I have. <laughs> I made sure to tell Comcast, be like, take off every fucking channel and keep Fox on because that's the only thing I'm ever gonna watch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only way to save ourselves from land starting to talk about this Missouri situation is. Uh, to say that anything and everything we talk about, you can find the dropping dash, uh, dropping loads productions uh, com, which changed uh, the website. And uh, also, please follow us on Twitter. Are being cut off? <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Twitter at dropping loads PC. Hello, is this mic still on? Hello? <laughs>
And uh, you can like our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Droplos Podcast or by searching Droplos Productions on Facebook. Okay, guys, don't forget we are still doing a giveaway for this fucking poster that I don't want. I want people to have. <laughs> it's the Guardians of the Galaxy mini poster. Last episode, episode 64, I, I inserted a secret phrase. Gotta listen for it. I'll even give you a hint. It's about 30 minutes into the fucking podcast. Just listen to it. And then email us at droppingloadspodcast at gmail.com with the phrase, tell me that the subject is like Guardians of the Galaxy mini poster giveaway. I'm going to fucking send it to you. It's free. Come on. I'm trying to give you something. Right? Come on. Anyway, also check out our good friend Lance Mannion. Except he- if you're fucking pretending to be in a wheelchair, don't send shit in because you're not getting jack shit, motherfucker. <laughs> and also, please don't forget to check out our good friend Lance Mannion who apparently scared the shit out of me and, and it was going to piss off everybody before Bilky cut him off. Uh, LanceManion.com, L-A-N-C-E-M-A-N-I-O-N.com. His last book was The Trembling Fist, but he has a new book coming out this fall. Check it out. It is The Song Between Her Legs, right? The Song Between Her Legs? Yes. Okay, The Song Between Her Legs. Also, please don't forget to um, double-check uh, my good friend Jackie's uh, potential nonprofit organization called Operation Helping Hands at Facebook.com slash Helping Hands Project Miami. They are a, non- a cool little charity organization, charitable organization, well, it's trying to be, that would um, try to provide for the homeless population in Wonderwood, Florida, which is an art community down in Miami. And they try to provide clothes, hygiene products, and food, and all that stuff. Anything you can provide to donate, like, please do. They'll take anything, anything you can please um, i'd like to say a few words about the homeless <laughs> no thank you <laughs> <laughs> and also um we have a few cool podcast buddies if you want to check them out there's a hero sandwich they're a pretty great podcast and also dark angels and pretty freaks Annalise of dark angels and pretty freaks gave us that uh florida woman article that you guys love so much and with, of course with his uh, her fiance now i think now husband uh neil c anything else though he wants to pip real quick Lance, anything you want to pin real fast? Um, I think November, Jennifer Lopez's new book. <laughs> um, I'm very worried that she's not going to see the kind of sales that she deserves. So if you could uh, buy that. Oh, man. Thank, uh, you know, there needs to be more people out there like you advertising Jennifer Lopez's right? uh, books and stuff. You know, she yeah, just doesn't really get the love that she deserves. So, dude, he need, people need to start having a charitable organization for Jennifer Lopez. You think that? Was... <laughs> you think that if J Lo starts going around in a wheelchair, she'll get more love? You think if Lance, I know, but I'd love to cut her lights off. <laughs> Do Dude, don't make her a midget, please. Do you think if Lance were to go around in a wheelchair, he'll get more love? No. What did I say? Just because you cut somebody's lights off, that doesn't make him a midget. I swear you don't listen to a fucking word I say. All right, Lance. Until next time. We don't love. Have a theme song? No, you're supposed to say we love dropping loads. You've been on here how many times, Lance? Get it together. <laughs> I really enjoy dropping loads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Really nice having you on again. You got good tits. Look, you making Lance wait. He's getting mad. Yeah, it, yeah, you know. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Where the conversation will make your mother sick. One couch and alcohol. 
with three fat guys. We say mean and crazy things, and one of us is high. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Where the penis jokes come fast and thick. We've been getting away with this for far too long. Join us Monday nights on RadioFubar.com. <laughs>